What's going down? I'm Andrea Collins. This is Mindful Mostly. This is a podcast for those of us who are mindful most of the time, right? And if that's you, well, this is up your alley because we talk about lifestyle stuff, wellness stuff, you kind of stuff, fashion, all of it. And we don't take any of it too seriously. I know that you are striving to be the best you could be in 2018 while keeping it real. And I hope by listening to this podcast, you feel like you got something out of it. Speaking of which, this is the very last episode of the season. And this is the very last episode of the very first year of Mindful Mostly. I can't believe it. I I was thinking about it. It was a year ago, almost today, that I was in my parents' living room. I was home for the holidays. And I started posting the episodes, the first three episodes, and just like watching the downloads come in. And now comparing that number of downloads from then to now is just like, it's mind blowing. Thank you so much for listening this past year and doing this along with me. Coming up on today's show, the top 10 lessons I learned in 2018. Plus, we're going to check in with Alex King. Do you remember we talked to her about three months ago? And she is a longtime Mindful Mostly listener who packed up all her stuff, sold most of her stuff, actually, and moved to Hawaii. She had no plan. She just knew that that's where she wanted to be. So we're going to see how it's all panned out. Plus, I'm going to give you some of my favorite episodes of the season, because if you missed them, well, there's 50 episodes to go back and listen to over the holidays. All right, let's do this. All right. What'd you learn this year? I'd actually love to know. So why don't you stick it on the gram and tag at Mindful Mostly because these are the top things that I learned this year. A couple little soul nuggets peppered in there and just just some real life lessons, you know? Number one, don't tell a hairdresser you want to be an ashy blonde or you're going to leave with gray hair. Number two, invest in no-drip candles. Those things are the best. And they make your candle lifestyle and living hug, heg, is that how you say it? Heg, H-U-G-G-E. They make it a whole lot less messy. Number three, we learned this from several guests we had on the show this year. The clearer you can be about what you want, the more likely it's going to come to you. Number four. Even if you think manifesting is played out and you kind of roll your eyes when people say that word, do it. Your future self is going to thank you. I think about when I've been doing it the most in my life and the incredible surprises that have come to me. I go back and I look at journals and I'm like, shit, damn, all of that happened. You got to put it out into the universe, sister. Write that down. Say it out loud. Get the High Vibe 5, which is exactly a tool for helping you manifest. By the way, if you want to get that, leave a review for the Mindful Mostly podcast. Take a screenshot. Email it to me at andrea at mindfulmostly.com. I'll send you back the MP3. So get manifesting. That is rule number four. Number five, 
A low-carb, high-fat diet is the fastest way to get a skinny ass. Study and study tells us again that that is the fastest way to lose weight, and if you keep eating that way, sustaining it. Some people just, like, have their hate on when people say low-carb diets, which I don't get. Do you not want it to work for you? I only say this with such conviction because I lost over 80 pounds on a low-carb diet. And I've maintained that weight pretty much over the years within like 5 or 10 pounds um, by continuing to eat that way. It's great. I just don't eat a bunch of carbs. But sometimes I do. But for the most part, I live a balanced carb life. I actually did the Atkins diet, and people really get their hate on for that. They get their, like, back up. It's so weird. It's not like I was walking around eating a package of bacon every day. But if I had wanted to, I could have. That's what's so crazy about how well it works. And I felt great. For the most part, I was eating, like, huge-ass salads with, like, delicious dressing on it and some little bit of cheese, fish, you know, burger without the bun— it was delicious. You can even make it more plant-based as well. I, I definitely eat more plant-based now, and I still manage to do it in a low-carb low way most of the time, like 70% of the time. Sorry, kind of went off on a tangent on that one. Number six, learning how to make granola is both a blessing and a curse. God, stuff's like crack. This is a quote from somebody I don't know who, but... It's a goodie. Sometimes you'll never know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory. How true is that? Number seven. When it comes to looking super hip, you've got to mix patterns. And I'd say the world is catching on to that one, right? You wear a plaid pant and a polka dot shirt. That's kind of the vibe. As long as there's like some similar color energy going on in that look, you're going to pull it off and you're going to look very cool. But if you want to look very, very cool, you have to, listen to this, add a third print or an unexpected pop of color. This is very easy to do with a colorful sock. Don't even get me started on how cool the sock sandal heel trend is. It's amazing. Try it out this holiday season. Number eight, the more needy you are, the less attractive you are. I know this because I've been so needy and unattractive at parts of my life. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you're having one of those days and you're just like whiny and needy and just like sad and depressed and you're just like, ew, you know what? I am so unattractive right now. It's true. The more confident you are, the more attractive you are. The less confident are, the less attractive you are. So that's number nine. It's harsh, but it's true. And number 10, one of the biggest lessons I learned this year. The past is your lesson. The present is a blessing. And the future, hello 2019, is your motivation. Alex King is on the line. We last talked to her three months ago or so on the podcast. Um, what's up, Alex? How are you? I've been really good. How have you been? I'm good. I'm good. Are you in your closet right now? I'm totally in my closet right now. I could not <laughs> find headphones. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do the closet barricade. <laughs> Guess what? I'm in my closet too. 
<laughs> Seriously. Oh my God. What's around you right now? Um, so I'm looking at what little clothes I have and I'm sitting on the floor and I've got my um, comforter on me. <laughs> five in the morning here. So I'm just cruising it right now. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So if people hadn't heard the episode that you were on, just to give you some context, Alex is like an awesome, mindful, mostly listener. And you were on the show three months ago because what had you just done? So basically, I packed up my life and moved across the country, specifically to Oahu, Hawaii. Wow. And wow. you also like sold all your stuff and, uh, right? You, you just started, you sort of like cut down on all of your possessions, which I think is so cool. Yes. I moved here with a suitcase and a backpack and my dog, <laughs> Okay. And so three, and if I remember correctly, you were like staying on a friend's or someone you knew's couch, like an acquaintance even, I think, and trying to figure it out. I had went to school with her, and I had reached out to her just saying, hey, I want to move there. She offered for me to stay. Um, Crazy how life works, but she ended up moving back to the mainland. So I was still living um, with her spouse for a little bit, And luckily, I have found a house. So I have moved since I've last talked to you. And I'm so fortunate. I found such an incredible deal. And I can walk to the beach, which is why I moved here. So it's been awesome having the convenience of a beach and one of the best hikes in Hawaii um, directly behind my house. So no, fortunate. Yeah, it's awesome. So many. It's so cool to see so many people, you know, parking on our street and stuff and going to the beach and going to the hike. And I just always feel so grateful. I'm like, I live here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then what else? Like, because you were nervous when you'd first made that move. And it was so brave of you to take that leap. And so not only have you found a great place that's like within your budget and it's exactly in a dream location, what else has fallen into place? So... I was really nervous about where I was going to work, and everything is slower in Hawaii. Everyone's on beach time, it seems like. Um, (laughs) So the onboarding processes for companies is a lot longer. So I actually decided to go through a staffing agency, and I ended up working at Kapi'olani Hospital, which is the main hospital for Oahu and surrounding islands. So I was really nervous, you know, to start working a desk job because I had always sworn that I was not a desk job girly. Mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I have been presented with so many opportunities to volunteer and that has really just completely changed my mindset. It's helped me grow. And I just feel like I have found something that I'm passionate about as well as really had an eye opening experience. And I just feel like I look at life a lot differently. And if I wouldn't have taken that job, I definitely wouldn't have been presented with the opportunities to volunteer, which has been really good, really good for me. Yeah, I think it's interesting when you look back on your life and you kind of look at moments where it's like, let's say, yeah, you didn't imagine that you'd be doing a a desk job after this move. But then you look at the opportunities that that presents you or the people you meet along the way and you go, oh, okay, I see why that needed to happen in my life so I could have X, Y, Z. Exactly. It is so interesting, too. Um, 
um, I'll try to make a long story short, but I got the opportunity to volunteer at a camp called um, Families Can Survive. And essentially, it's children from 6 to 18 who have had or are battling cancer. They could either be going through treatment or in remission. And I met a young girl named Christina who was 17, but at the time she was diagnosed, she was 15. And she actually only came to Hawaii for treatment. So she was receiving treatment at my hospital or at the hospital I work at. And due to she didn't have the resources where she's from for oncology And this girl is just resilient to the max. I mean, she's on an island. She doesn't know anyone. She's facing cancer. She was 15 at the time and ended up in foster care. I mean, that is like the shittiest of shitty cards to be dealt in Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. And she was just so kind and had the most whimsical spirit about her. And just you could just be around her and feel at peace. And I think it really... It really hit home for me. You know, I have I didn't have the easiest upbringing and a lot of times I would hold on to that. And I used to be kind of resentful and parts of me were angry. And then when I met her, I just felt like nothing that had ever happened to me could even compare to what this young woman was facing. You know, when I was 16, I was like scared to get caught doing the dirty in the backseat of my boyfriend's Honda Civic. Like I was not. (laughs) I was not worried about life or death or my hair falling out or the next time I was going to see my parents. And I I realize other people have faced that, but just meeting her made me just so grateful for every trial and error that I've ever faced. And I feel like, you know, you've had people on the show who talk about their mindset and it is so true when you take a step back and you just wake up and you find a reason to be thankful every day. If you look at something good that happened every day, you'll start to realize so many good things happen to you that go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. So it's really been awesome. That's amazing. You know, it sounds like you're in such a good place. And I think it's so true. I recently started journaling again what I'm grateful for and I can't and like I feel like a lot of people like we're so used to hearing that it's like okay yeah 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 like I'm supposed to do that sure okay um and and you don't or you fall out of the habit of doing it but once you do really realize all the wonderful things that have come to you or what you have that so many other people don't have you you really you really understand how lucky you are in this world it's it's so true when you just think about, I mean, even if you just take the time, like when I'm in the shower, I try to say, you know, today this this happened or if something didn't go my way, I think about it and I'm like, wow, that is like so minuscule compared to so many people. Really just try to put myself in other people's shoes and then reflect on just like the small victories. If you appreciate the small victories, when big, really good things happen to you, it is so overwhelming. I don't know. I feel like I'm just super grateful right now where I'm at. Well, I'm so happy for you. It sounds like you're in such a good place. Um, I, I don't even want to ask this, but any regrets or just all positive? No regrets. Um, I think it has definitely been challenging to, you know, be so far from home and miss, you know, miss best friend's birthdays or miss family doctor's appointments or, you know, things like that, especially with the holidays coming up, it'll definitely be more difficult, but definitely no regrets. I feel 
like I've already changed so much in just four months and I can't wait to see a year from now how much I've evolved. Incredible. Oh, so good. Alex King, she's so well-spoken. I just love you guys. By the way, if you've got a story that you would love to share on the podcast, I mean, maybe we can get into it next season. You can email me anytime at andreatmindfulmostly.com or hit me up on the gram at andreacollinsfm. That's my personal Instagram or at mindfulmostly. Follow me on both. Now, if you're looking for some episodes this holiday season, these are three of my favorite from the past year. Have you been feeling stuck? Because we can help identify what's blocking you with Mastin Kip. Do you remember when he was on? He's like Oprah's homie. He knows what's up. And he told us how to work through our own issues to get to those goals, to get to that happiness. It's a very powerful episode. And you can go back and listen to it. Are you going to be probably over-consuming this holiday season? I know I will. In fact, I have a red wine hangover right now. Last night, we were at our neighbor's. And they had like a huge bottle of red wine, which we all took down, but they Vitamixed it first. (laughs) That's how they decant their wine. They Vitamix it. Whatever. Tasted good to me, that's for sure. Anyway, though, I did wake up. I I had a super anxious sleep. I woke up at like 4.30 sweating, and then I felt like garbage in the morning, and it made me go, oh my God, I can't wait for sober January. If you're feeling the same way, you should listen to last week's episode, Living Sober Curious with Ruby Warrington. She told us why drinking might be messing with you more than you think and how there's so much to uncover about ourselves when we consider our relationship with booze. Even if you love a margarita, you're still going to like this episode because it just makes you think about it. And one of my top three episodes of this past year Do you have a million skincare products in your cabinet? What if I told you you needed none of them? In fact, you just need to stop washing so much altogether. It's going to make you look younger. It's going to make your skin healthier. It's going to save you money. All of the things. Check out that episode. I think it's called Why Overwashing is Ruining Your Face. It's just a fascinating conversation with dermatologist Dr. Sandra Scott-Nicky, and it is available for you right now. And you know what? If you've already heard those ones or they're not quite up your alley, there's 47 other episodes to go back and listen to. You guys, thank you so much for this past year. If you love the podcast, Please share this episode or any episode that you're really into on Instagram and tag me so I can see it at Mindful Mostly. Also, like and subscribe to the podcast because that is how we grow for 2019. All right. Have a really happy holiday season. I will talk to you for season three in January. Thanks for listening to Mindful Mostly. Mostly.